You cannot build a successful wholesale real estate business unless you can double close deals. It can't be avoided. There will be certain deals where you are forced to double close and there will be certain deals where you will intentionally choose to double close. So knowing how and being prepared to do so is critical to your success as a wholesaler. On this video, I'm going to break it down for you step by step using a real deal. This townhouse in Virginia Beach that my student Jared Hetler just double closed and made a net profit of $32,000. I'm also going to show you how Jared did the deal with 100% funding using none of his own money on the deal. Now, you don't want to miss this, but first, if you don't know me, I'm Jerry Norton. I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you want to be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. Now, it goes without saying that the ideal way to wholesale a house is using the assignment method because you don't have to fund the deal or pay closing fees. So it doesn't cost you anything to close deals and you get to keep your entire wholesale profit. The assignment is without a doubt the fastest and easiest way to wholesale houses. If you are unfamiliar with how the assignment method works, I'll put a video in the description box below that explains it in detail. But there are situations where the assignment method is not ideal. I'll discuss three specific situations in a minute, but the alternative method to the assignment is doing what's called a double closing, or sometimes we call it a back-to-back -back closing. Now, like I said, I'm going to show you using a real-life deal, so keep watching, but the basic overview of a double closing is when there are two closings back-to-back -back on the same property. The first closing we call the AB transaction, and that's between you, the wholesaler, and the seller for the original agreed-upon price. On the first AB closing, you, the wholesaler, are actually the buyer. You will need to fund the purchase and pay closing fees. Then immediately following the first AB closing, usually on the same day, is the BC closing, where you, the wholesaler, are the seller and close on the property with your cash buyer. On BC closing number two, now, as the seller, you, the wholesaler, pay closing fees all over again. Your wholesale profit is what's left after the two closings. Now, obviously, bringing cash or borrowing the cash to double close, along with paying closing fees twice, doesn't make the double close method ideal. So why would you ever double close over doing the assignment? Well, there are actually three situations where you would double close a wholesale deal. The first is when a contract with the seller has what's called a no assignment clause in the contract. A no assignment clause is self-explanatory. It means you cannot assign your contract to another party. Bank properties all have no assignment clauses, and that includes REO properties, which are properties the bank repossessed after foreclosure. It also includes short sale properties where the bank agreed to sell the property for less than what is owed on the loan. In the almost 20 years that I've been wholesaling and flipping, I've done hundreds of bank properties and every single one had a no assignment clause. I buy a lot of auction properties too, and they also don't allow assignments. I've seen probate properties have no assignment clauses. I've seen on market properties where agents insist on a no assignment clause. Some state approved contracts that agents use require that the seller agrees in writing to allow an assignment, and it's common for sellers to not agree. And I've just seen regular private sellers insist on a no assignment clause. Now, the point is, if you haven't yet encountered a no assignment, you will, so you better be ready. In fact, the more popular wholesaling becomes, the more common no assignment clauses are becoming, which leads me to reason number two why you should be prepared to double close. 
Regulation is sweeping across America, making it harder and harder to do the assignment. I've said this before and I'll say it again. The day is coming in the not so distant future when the assignment method will eventually become illegal altogether or at best so highly regulated and difficult that it's no longer worth it. And just so you know, I've got like a 100% track record predicting the future. Now, double closing solves all the arguments against the assignment because you actually perform and close on the purchase with the seller. Now, I did an entire video about how regulation will make the assignment method become obsolete. I'll put a link to that video in the description below if you want to learn more about that. I'm not saying to stop doing the assignment. What I am saying is start intentionally double closing some transactions. The third reason why you may double close over an assignment is to intentionally not disclose your wholesale fee. When you do an assignment, your wholesale fee is listed right on the closing statement for the cash buyer to see how much you're making on the deal. Well, it's pretty common for wholesalers to make 10,000 or maybe 15,000 on a wholesale deal, and most cash buyers don't have an issue with that. They understand you need to make a profit for finding a good deal. But what if your fee is 20,000 or 40,000 or 60,000 or more? Some cash buyers may decide not to move forward and buy the deal if they feel your well-deserved wholesale fee is too high. A double closing keeps your fee undisclosed because the cash buyer has no idea what you bought the house for on the first AB closing with the seller. For that reason, many wholesalers intentionally double close when the wholesale fee is substantial. Now, that was the case with my student, Jared. He got the property under contract with a seller for $140,000 and then found a cash buyer that wanted the deal for $175,000. He could have attempted a $35,000 assignment and maybe it would have been fine, but he felt much more comfortable not disclosing his wholesale fee and double closing, even though it cost him about $2,500 in closing fees. To him, it was worth it, and he still made a net profit of $32,442. So how do you do a double closing? And even more importantly, how do you fund a double closing without using any of your own money? Let's walk through this step-by-step step using Jared's townhouse deal in Virginia Beach. Step one is to find a good deal and get a written, executed contract with a seller. Now, you could find a distressed property off-market going direct to seller, or you could find a deal on-market, which is a distressed property listed for sale with a real estate agent. Either way, the best way to find motivated sellers and distressed properties is using PropWire. If you haven't heard of PropWire, it's the nation's largest database of motivated seller leads with over 157 million records nationwide. PropWire has both off-market and on-market leads, and it's really easy to use. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to search and download as many leads as you want. Just go to joinpropwire.com and see for yourself. Using PropWire, Jared found this deal on-market and used my double-dip strategy where he went directly to the listing agent representing the seller and made an all-cash offer for $140,000. Since Jared let the listing agent also represent him, the agent was highly motivated because now he was earning twice the commission and was able to get Jared the deal at 140,000 cash. By the way, just to show you how well on-market wholesaling works, Jared has now done over 500,000 in wholesale profits in less than two years from starting all from agents on market. Now, I've done several interviews with Jared here on my channel. I'll put the links in the description below so you can see how he's crushing it. Way to go, Jared. So proud of you. Now, if you're going to go after on market, make sure you use my double dip technique. I'll give you all the scripts for free. Just go to agentofferscripts.com to download those. So how did Jared know that $140,000 was a good deal? 
Well, wholesaling is about understanding what cash buyers are willing to pay for deals in your market and then sourcing and contracting properties below their desired buy price. Jared figured that the property needed around 50,000 in repairs and would resell after fixed up for around 275,000. So he knew that 140,000 was a good deal and a flipper would want that deal. Little did he know at the time that he would find a buyer willing to pay $35,000 more for the deal, which we'll cover in a minute. To help you know how to crunch the numbers to figure out your offer price, be sure to watch a video where I break down the wholesale formula in detail, link to that video in the description below. In order to secure the deal, Jared needed to get an executed contract with the seller. Since Jared's deal was on market, the agent used his state-approved contract, but just because the agent handles the contract doesn't mean you don't still need to make sure the contract has everything you need in order to wholesale the deal. That's why I created a 10-point checklist of everything you need the agent to include in the contract that's also included for free. Just go to agentofferscripts.com. By the way, if you find your deal direct to seller, there is no agent and it's up to you to provide and handle the contract with the seller. This is known as the AB contract and I've been perfecting my AB contract for almost 20 years now and I'll give it to you for free. To download that, just go to wholesalercontracts.com. So after Jared secured the contract with the seller, step two is what's called opening escrow. This is where a title company or attorney, depending on your state, that is local to the property is hired to handle the closing. Now, in order to open escrow, they will need a copy of the executed contract as well as any earnest money. Now, earnest money is a good faith deposit that is held in escrow until closing. In this case, Jared agreed to pay $1,250 as earnest money. Now, when you wholesale, the earnest money gets reimbursed to you at closing. Earnest money is always required with on-market deals and it's less common with off-market. So if you're unfamiliar with how earnest money works, I did a video that explains it in detail, link in the description. Once escrow is open, the escrow agent will do a title search and make sure the property has proper chain of title and any and all liens get paid off, as well as make sure all the paperwork is right and handles the transfer of ownership from seller to the new buyer. The reason you wanna open escrow right away is because if there are issues, you wanna know sooner than later in case there's something that would prevent you from doing the deal. Remember, you're dealing with distressed properties, so title issues are common. If the property is on market, opening escrow is handled by the agent, but you still need to make sure that the title company that the agent wants to use is wholesaler friendly and comfortable doing wholesale transactions. Ask the agent who they intend on using and then before you agree, call and find out how much experience they have with assignments and double closing transactions. If they don't have any experience, don't agree to use that title company and insist that you use your title of choice. If the property is off market, you, the wholesaler, have to handle choosing and opening escrow. Choosing the right title company can make or break your deal, so be sure to watch a video where I explain how to find the right title company. I'll put the link to that video in the description below for you. With Jared's deal, since Virginia is an attorney state, Jared used attorney Henry L. Sadler in Norfolk. Or is it Norfolk? Maybe Norfolk. What about Norfolk? How about Nothic? Why do Virginians have to be so difficult? Anyway, Sadler did a great job handling the closing, and in a minute, I'll show you the closing statement, so keep watching. After securing the deal and opening escrow, step three is to find a cash buyer who wants your deal. There are several ways to find a cash buyer. I've done a ton of videos on my channel teaching different strategies. One of my favorite methods is, again, using agents. 
Not only are agents great for finding distressed properties for sale, but active agents in your market are really connected to cash buyers as well. And this deal was no exception. And it came from an agent. In fact, Jared actually found this cash buyer through another wholesaler who knew the agent who knew the cash buyer. That's the power of networking. This cash buyer was a flipper, and once he saw this townhouse, he wanted it and agreed to pay $175,000 for it. Now, since Jared had the deal for $140,000, that is a $35,000 wholesale fee. And like I said earlier, since the wholesale fee was so big, Jared decided to double close it so his profit wasn't disclosed to his buyer. And this is where things vary from doing an assignment. Since Jared is doing a double closing and not an assignment, he signed a purchase and sale contract with the cash buyer. We call this the BC contract. Since Jared is going to buy the property from the seller on the AB closing and then immediately resell it to his cash buyer on the BC transaction, he needs to use a purchase and sale agreement to secure the deal with his cash buyer. And I'll also give you my BC contract I use for double closings for free. Just go to wholesalercontracts.com. Once Jared executed a BC contract with his cash buyer for $175,000, he immediately sent that contract as well as a non-refundable earnest money to the same attorney handling the closing. Now that closing attorney had everything he needs. He has an executed AB contract between the seller and Jared for closing one, and he also has an executed BC contract between Jared and his cash buyer for closing two. There's just one itsy bitsy problem. Since Jared is the buyer on the AB closing number one with the seller, where is the $140,000 plus closing fees coming from? And that takes us to step four, which is funding the double closing. Even though the cash buyer is coming in with $175,000 cash for the BC closing number two, the $140,000 cash is still required to fund the AB closing number one, even though it gets paid back immediately. So again, where's that cash coming from? Well, since double closings are fairly common in the industry, and as I explained, since I think they are gonna become even more common, I decided to provide 100% funding for double closings. So using my money, I funded Jared's double closing deal and check this out, I did it for free. I didn't charge him to fund the deal and I'll do the same for you. To learn how to get your first double closing funded for free and how you can have my funding to back all your double closings, be sure to check out a free training where I go over all the details. Just go to usejerryscash.com. And finally, step five was the day of closing. Here's the closing statement on the first AB closing between the seller and Jared. You can see the sale price was $140,000 and Jared paid a total of $1,644 in closing fees. Now on page two, it shows that most of that was for the closing attorney, about $700. Martinis aren't cheap, guys. He also had to pay some property taxes. Going back to page one, you can see that including his earnest money, he paid a total of $141,644.81 to buy this property, which my office wired to the closing, costing Jared zero to buy this property. By the way, take a look at the seller side lines 701 and 702. The seller paid $4,200 to the listing agent and another $4,200 to the same agent as the buyer's agent for a total of $8,400. That right there is why you double close with agents. They make twice as much commission helping you get deals that the seller pays for. Leave a comment right now and say, Jerry, that's brilliant. You are a flipping genius. Better yet, Jared did this deal. Leave a comment and say, Jared, you are a flipping genius. Okay, now let's look at the BC closing number two, which happened right after the AB closing number one. Now Jared is the seller and he's on the right side. 
Right here, line 401, you can see the sale price is 175000 On line 502, it shows that Jared had to pay a total of $759 in closing fees, which on page two shows that that covered another $395 fee to the closing attorney and some additional recording fees. And check it out. Back on page one, line 504 is the loan payoff to me of $141,798. That remember, I just funded five minutes earlier. That means Jared's net proceeds on the deal are right here at the bottom on line 603, $32,442.11. And notice, nowhere on the closing statement does it show that Jared bought the property five minutes ago, so the cash buyer has no idea that Jared just bought it for $140,000. And that, my friends, is how you double close a wholesale deal. Now, if you want to become a flipping genius like Jared and literally build a six-figure business wholesaling and flipping houses, be sure to check out my advanced mentor program called Fast Track. Just go to FastTrackWithJerry.com to learn more. And finally, if you have time but no money, I created a step-by-step -step process that will help you do three to five deals a month. So be sure to watch that video now and I'll see you on the next video.